Bobby saw that some animals and birds had gathered and were discussing about how to convince Bobby about their superiority. Lisa, the fish, came forward. She offered to take Minnie for a swim so she could explain her characteristics. Minnie agreed and they went to the lake. Now, Lisa was about to plunge into the water. But she remembered Minnie did not have body like hers, so she needed all the equipment to swim. She said, Minnie, I have scales on my skin to protect me and fins on the body to help me move forward. You can wear a swimming suit and a rubber cap. You can swim with your hands and legs. Then they went underwater, but Minnie got breathless. How could Lisa breathe underwater? Lisa came and showed her the gills through which she breathed. She said, Okay, Minnie, pop out your head. Take a deep breath. Mm. And put your face underwater. Slowly exhale. Whew. After you are out of breath, again pop your head out. Minnie could manage to do this, but her eyes gave her trouble, so she wore goggles. Lisa had her eyes open. Lisa began swimming swiftly and smoothly. Minnie spread her hands and legs, but began to drown. Lisa guided her. No, Minnie, keep your hands and legs in a straight line. And tilt your body. It should be streamlined like mine. And kick your legs like I do with my tail. Minnie realized human beings did not live in water, so they had not developed organs for swimming. They needed extra tools to help them swim. As Minnie returned, Quacky the duck and Froggy the frog added to her knowledge. They had webbed legs, so they could use them like oars of a boat. Quacky had waterproof feathers, so they didn't get wet. Froggy boasted, because he was an amphibian, he could live both on land and water. He had characteristics like lung and nose, adapted to live on land, and webbed toes. Slippery, smooth skin and a triangular head to swim through water easily. Now Bobby got curious about other animals. So he decided to visit the forest along with Minnie. They both hid behind a bush because the wild animals were arguing over their superiority. There were carnivorous animals like wild dog, fox, tiger and lion. They bragged about their speed for running. They had strong legs to run fast and capture their prey. They had claws and sharp pointed canine teeth to tear into the flesh of their prey. Sherry the tiger gave some information about her padded paws. She said because of them she could creep up on their prey without making any noise. Her eyes were located in the front of the head so she could spot a prey from long distance. Mrs. Doe 
she too was hiding near Bobby and Minnie. She told them softly. She said she was herbivorous and had her eyes on either side of the head. This made it possible for her to have a wider field of vision. She could see all the way around her body without moving her head. She said, I'll tell you my secret. The carnivores don't know, but we have long and tapering legs with strong hooves which enable us to run fast and take long leaps. Our ears are long and freely moving. I heard Mrs. Sherry coming. She was far away. She thought she was smart, but I had got a hint, so I hid amongst the trees. My color merged with the surroundings. So she went hungry. <laughs> I live on plants. I have strong teeth, so I can chew strong plants. My husband, the deer, has big and strong horns to defend himself. Bobby and Minnie got scared, so they left the forest. But on their way, they met Mrs. Camelina. She was lost. She belonged to the desert habitat, but her master had got her to the city beach for a camel ride. He made money out of it. She told them that she was adapted to live in the desert. She had thick skin, which prevented loss of water from the body. Her ancestors had evolved large, flat feet to spread their weight on the sand. Her legs were long with flat and cushioned soles, so she could walk on the sand. Her eyes were long and thick, so the dust did not enter her eyes. The nostrils were protected by folds of skin, so the sand did not enter in when the wind blew. She developed hump to store fat and water for a long time. Bobby asked her about other desert animals. She said there were rats, snakes, spiders and lizards, but they lived in burrows to stay away from the heat of the sun. They came out at night for activities. Bobby and Minnie then went in search of her owner. Bobby told Minnie how he had visited a snowy region and had seen different animals like the yak and bear, furry fox and dogs and snow leopard. They were covered with white, long, thick hair. They could hide in the snow from their predators because of white color. The thick hair kept them warm. The grazing animals like deer used hooves to clean snow to eat plants. The two finally reached home. They were in the garden when Minnie started screaming because she had seen a lizard which was not noticeable because of the color just like that of the branches. Bobby teased her for being scared. He told her it would do no harm, 
Then he told her how the reptiles had adapted to their surroundings. The house lizard had clawed toes and thin soles. The snake had scaly skin. The lizard and crocodiles creep using their muscles. Woody the woodpecker waited for them to return and invited them to take a look at his habitat. They walked to see his nest. He was perched on Bobby's shoulder as Bobby and Minnie could not fly. He then began to explain how the birds were adapted to fly. The air pushes the bird as it tries to fly. But as the body is streamlined, it helps overcome air resistance. Their bones are hollow, so their bodies are light. They flap their wings with the help of strong arms and chest muscles. The air on the top of the wings pushes the bird down, but the air at the bottom pushes harder. This is called the lift. The bird moves upwards. The air sacs enable the bird to extract much more oxygen from each breath of air. Their four legs are modified into wings and their body is covered with feathers. The insects too have a body tapering at both ends so they can fly easily with two pairs of wings and also walk with six stick-like legs. Bats can fly with the help of a thin fold of skin between four legs and hind legs. It is called a patagium. As they reached the site, Woody flew on the tree and started chipping on the bark of the tree to find insects. His tongue was sticky, so he could extract the insect. Woody then started drilling a hole with his strong and sharp pointed beak. The tip was chisel shaped. His feet were molded for climbing. His two toes pointed backwards to help climbing. And he had a stiff tail to support on trees. Thus, every bird was adapted according to the food it ate. Birds had beaks of different shapes. The crushing beak was used for crushing grains like that of pigeons and sparrows. Parrots had curved beaks to crack nuts and fruits. Piercing and terry beaks were curved like those of eagles and vultures for tearing of flesh of other animals. Safety beaks of ducks were flat and broad with small holes on both sides to take in muddy water along with the insects and worms. The water would then flow out through the holes. The claws helped them climb on trees or webbed feet helped to swim and long legs helped them to wade through water. Just then they noticed Craney the crane wading through the water. She was coming in their direction to meet Bobby and Minnie. They too tried to imitate her. But Bobby fell down with a thud. He woke up to find that he had fallen from the bed. Then he realized it was all a dream. But he was glad he learned a lot about adaptations of all living beings.